Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. right now. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut shut your your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Big Monday. We are um, we are going through the championship games one by one, and we are still on the first one. <laughs> NFC Championship. We got time. Plenty of time. All week. Full shows all week. How about that? A uh, couple textures pointing out, though, you were talking about Josh Johnson, who has been – he has he has made 23 stops. In his football journey. Yeah, in 14 years. Uh, he has started eight games in the NFL and made $8 million. Mm-hmm. The texters are seeing your Josh Johnson and raising you a Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, he he hasn't played more than Josh Johnson? No. Chase Daniel has 100 fewer pass attempts. Yeah, he's only started five games. Well, I would have never guessed that. Because I know Chase, for a while there, was making good good chunks as a backup quarterback. Well, and there's the rub, because while Josh Johnson has made about $8.5 million, Chase Daniel looking at about $41 million. How about that? Ooh. And he, I, boy, I would have never guessed in a million years that Chase Daniels has thrown a hundred less passes than Josh Johnson. Yeah, he never plays. Huh? I mean, he the most games he's ever started in a season is two. Well, then with the, the Bears, let's just call it right now: the greatest NFL player of all time that you want to be is Chase Daniels. Holy cow! Oh yeah, not a lot of wear and tear on that body. So uh, a lot of people asking the question, of course, why didn't Kyle Shanahan challenge on the Devontae Smith? fourth down grab on the sideline on the opening series by the Eagles. Yeah, made I mean it, it's it swung the game, not that it ended up really mattering, but it's a huge play. It was the difference between yeah. a turnover and a touchdown. Well, it is true like this game, all the elements you talk about, none of it really matters because ultimately the quarterbacks got hurt and the Niners were cooked. But if you do the sliding, you know, the butterfly wing yeah. sliding door thing, you know, yeah. then Purdy, you know, maybe doesn't get hurt That's if right. if you challenge that. If you, oh, yeah, yeah, that or, yeah, yeah, I mean, just the split second with which the pretty injury occurred and yeah. that ended up being a fumble and a yeah. challenge in and of itself. But just, yeah, it's just a, I mean, you talk about game of inches, like the Eagles, I don't know. Their, their first two scoring drives basically shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. uh, because of the non challenge and then the penalties on that we talked about prior, right? Yeah. That one drive. And then the third one was because of the Josh Johnson fumble. fumble. So, again, it's ifs and buts or candy and nuts, and, but you it's, know, that it's, whole thing. But it's 21-7, and you're sitting there, and you're San Francisco, and you're thinking... Dude, we shut them out. Yeah. We, we shut them out. If we do not commit our own mistakes, yeah. we shut them out. But and the idea, though, early in the, in the first half, it was fourth and whatever, fourth and three, and they go for it. And, you know, ballsy play. They pulled the old Cincinnati. Joe Burrow did hey, this dude, with, I, with, I think 
Sirianni. Jamar Chase. I like him. Yeah, he's got balls, dude. He does not give a rip about going for it on fourth down, which is the way it should be. Jalen Hurts scrambles. Looks like the play's dead. He's rolling the opposite way. He throws it down there. Looks like an amazing catch. But the moment that that Smith, the Slim Reaper, gets up and starts yelling at them to get up and snap the ball, hey, Kyle, throw the flag. That's usually a pretty good indication that something is up when the receiver who caught the ball is screaming and yelling at everyone to get up, and 20 seconds went by. Look, I think that's poor form on the NFL for not whistling down anyways to look at that, but if you're Shanahan, you have to. That is a touchdown. That is a turnover to a touchdown. Well, I mean, well, a play or two later, but that's a turnover. You ha- And it's in the first quarter. Throw the flag. Do you really think that you're going to need that challenge later on in that half? It's not the fourth quarter. Throw the damn thing. Well, here is what Shanahan said about that after the game. Because the replay we saw didn't definitely show that. They actually we saw one up on the scoreboard. I was going to throw one anyways, just to hope to take the chances, but they showed one up on the scoreboard um, that didn't have all the angles you guys saw, and that looked like a catch, and so we don't want to waste a timeout, which we definitely would have if we didn't see that, but then I heard they got a couple other angles, and you guys end up seeing later that it was not a Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I think that's hard to blame him. I get that. Like, he was going to throw it. But then you look up at the board, which is, I guess that's what, I guess that's my question is when these guys challenge, mm-hmm. they don't have somebody in their booth, in yeah. their headset saying, yeah, looking at it, going, absolutely they do. dude, challenges. So whoever that was, he yeah. said he saw it on the video board. Yeah. Whoever was looking at it and, and signaling to him in his headset yeah. also didn't see that angle where the ball was out because we didn't all see it no, at home until, until after the break. Yeah, I, I think the truck never gave it to but us. They never gave it to too late. But that's what I'm asking. And that shouldn't happen. No. How is that not happening? And then the NFL, who's got you – know, there's a, the whole Hawkeye system in the sky. How are you not seeing that? How do we have a play that big, that important – in a game like that, and it clear it, it. By the way, once you saw the replay, you're clear. like, "Oh yeah, that's very clear." I, I don't know how in today's day and age you you blow yeah, that. That's weird. So I, you know, and now we're getting into this whole because we, you know, we overreact to everything. Do you need more officials? I I would not mind in bigger games having uh some some back end sideline officials because what happens in a lot of these is um the the fat little ref who's waddling down the sidelines. He's always behind the play. Yeah. I would like to have, like they in, in baseball, where you've got a guy down the line, right, and, and you know that's able to make those those plays. I wouldn't mind having a couple either back judges or line judges that are further down. So when those plays do happen down the the field, because it's a more vertical game than ever, you don't have to have someone running behind it that's not going to catch up to the play. You actually have someone in front of it in order to see that, or you just say that the replay system should have worked. How did it take a minute to get that re- the definitive look? I don't understand why the NFL can't, like you said, does can't the NFL just say, hold on a second? Yes. Why didn't they do that? Because apparently they didn't see enough, and they said it, they, they went too fast, which 20 seconds? It took 20 seconds for that, from when he caught that ball to when they snapped it again, went back and looked. I but don't, why didn't they look at all the angles? Apparently they didn't have them at the time, which again I need. That's some, another. Problem. I need someone to explain it to me because you're supposed to have that instantaneous feedback that kicks up. I don't know. I've yet to hear someone give me, and maybe I'm just missing it. I tried to, you know, you try to search these things out, but it's, you know, maybe someone gave an interview or an explanation somewhere. I have yet to see a good reason why that replay wasn't available to the Niners and wasn't available to the NFL, and why a really clear non-catch somehow was missed what about this i don't 
it doesn't sound like from what Kyle Shanahan was saying that they had any idea that that should be challenged until the Eagles had scored. Yeah, until after it was done. And well, I did think the first couple angles the break. made it look like the catch was legit. I don't no, blame him did. for thinking that that's what he said. there's yeah. no reason to. You yeah. look at the video board and go, ah, that's a catch. It'll be a waste if I throw it here. Kind but of what time. about this? So maybe it's not in their head. They've just moved on like, oh, that was a catch. It's possible. But what about the defensive? Like if you really have a question and they're not stopping the game, what about jumping off sides right there? Yeah. And saying because they got a first and goal at the six. Yeah. Yes, you give them half the distance, Who first cares? and goal at the three. But you if it, it gives it time it. for them to look at, it, if you really thought it wasn't a catch, why didn't they do that? They must not have. Must they not. they must have just all moved on. I just to me the sure sign. Anytime I see an offense that makes a play and their reaction, the guy who makes the catch is to go run up and 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 snap the ball. And, and somehow they were like, oh, Philly's going fast here, as if it was some sort of strategy to like, no, they were trying to snap it because Smith knew he didn't catch the ball. I, I just, that's... Well, it was a pivotal play. It, it was. It, it changed everything, and then Sirianni challenges his, and that yeah. turned out to be a fumble, which was the right was. call, yeah. but it didn't matter because it blew out his elbow, and, you know, yeah. thanks for coming. Well, the Eagles, just to wrap up this game here, the Eagles managed 31 points against the best defense they'll face all season. That's pretty strong. Yeah. At the same time, that's a little misleading because Hertz, he ran for only 39. He threw for only 121. It wasn't that good of an he, offensive performance. No, it wasn't. The Eagles, as a matter of fact, for a lot of that game, I think Eagle fan was sitting there going, oh, my God, yeah. why are we not putting these guys away? Yep. And they ultimately did, and the Niners at that point just melted down yeah. and were <laughs> throwing haymakers. But <laughs> The choke slam. Yeah, but uh, you know, and real quick too, the the roughing the 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 punter that again, I I I try not to be official guy, and the officials made whatever this game was a blowout. That was a horrible call. The guy that, the guy that ended up running into the kicker or running into his plant leg, that guy was held for about six seconds and then thrown into the kicker, which isn't a penalty. The NFL refs could not have botched either one of those games more, and again, it didn't end up mattering, but. You're right, and that San Francisco just had a, they their frustration level yeah. because and they knew what they were up against. It just was it was over the moon. But if I told you before the game that the 49ers were going to held the Eagles to 269 yards, you'd be like the Niners win this game. It's just that they put up 164 themselves. But for looking ahead, I take nothing away from Philadelphia. Uh, I by the way, they were my Super Bowl. Well, to get there, I had them losing to Buffalo, but. Like we all knew Philly was probably going to be good. They were better than we than we thought. They won uh, what what are they now? 16 and 3 including the playoffs, right? Yep. They've been one of the most consistent teams all year. Dude, Philly is legit. And I think Philly by the way can win this Super Bowl. There's never been an easier path to get to a Super Bowl than what Philadelphia has gone through. Oh yeah. They but, went, but you got to give them credit because they hammered they it. They hammered it. But 69 to 14 is yes. the score of their two games this playoffs. But you look at what some of the other teams like would have had to go through or what Kansas City did go through and then you look at Philly who had that Giants team and then the what, So they beat Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones and Josh Johnson and a no-armed Brock Purdy. Yes. There's never been an easier path and but you know, yeah, Philly, still legit. Philly's legit. I'm just saying it's just it's it's yeah. one of those where you look at yeah, it and you're sometimes like sometimes oh. you catch breaks. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, NFC Championship cheesesteak. Uh, there are more notes. Uh, we'll have to push those off for later. We've got our AFC Championship crab dip coming up. Now that's the game we really want to talk about. Yeah. 
but it's not going to be next because up next is Primetime Stockwatch, what we're buying and selling from the weekend in sports. 4.15 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's primetime stock watch what's all the hype are Isaac and Soup buying it or calling BS and unloading it fast? Sounds to me like you guys are a couple of bookies. Is the hype accurate or a bunch of hot gas? Before you buy or sell, listen close. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> Primetime Stock Watch is brought to you by 1-800-DIVORCE. When you need to take stock of your rights 1-800-DIVORCE is on your side call 1-800-D-I-V-O-R-C-E today all right our uh, stock watch yeah baby in the news is next 
Hot Five, and then the AFC Championship Crab Dip. So we've got a lot to get to still here. Let's turn it over to Buck. Yeah, we sure do have a lot to get to. Uh, going to be a conference championship edition of Stockwatch today, and we will start with the Philly-San Francisco game. Uh, Nick Sirianni asked after the game about uh, the turnaround with the franchise since starting 2-5 and five last season. When you think about the present and only about the present, you don't think about what's going to happen two years down the road. You don't. You, you literally say, and I think that was the biggest lesson of being 2-5 and five is, hey, we got a big hole to climb out of. And if I look at this mountain and I say to myself, I got to climb this mountain, um, it's going to be a big chance. It's going to it's going to feel like a too too much of a task. But if I look at that mountain that we that we were in and say, we just got to climb this part today, and we got to climb this part tomorrow, we got to climb this. You don't think about it. you just think about the part you climbed today. I think that's what that teaches you. And so you don't think about what could happen two years down the road. You just put the work in, right? You just put the work in each time. Um, over and over and over again, and that's and this and you know what? Sometimes you get the result, and sometimes you don't. I'm just happy we we got the result of where we are right now because the guys have just, you know, put their head down and worked day by day, and uh, and now we're in this spot, and and we're gonna go and uh, give it our best shot here uh, in a couple weeks. So quite the ascent for the Eagles, considering where they were a year ago to get all the way to the one seed. Now a couple blowout victories into the playoffs. Buy or sell? Nick Sirianni has done the best coaching job in the NFL this season. Oh, no, I sell that. I mean, Sirianni's done a great job, but this is the most talented roster probably in the NFL. And and look, take nothing away from the job he's done. But I look at at what like a Brian Dable had to do or even what Shanahan had to do with with all the different quarterbacks. Um, You know, I I just think there's... It's a slight to coaches, I, I know. It's like, you know, the Phil Jackson when he has the Bulls and the Lakers. Like, that's a great coaching job. But I just, I, I tend to lean a little bit more towards those that have had to be a little more re- resourceful. Philly, outside of maybe linebacker, there just isn't, and that's not that they're bad, there just isn't a weak spot. Best offensive line in football, a quarterback who really came into his own, elite wide receivers, good young tight end, bestie line in football, three elite corners, you know. So, no, I, I, I sell that. Great job, but. <laughs> Best, I, I still look at a guy like Dable and, and say that to me is more impressive. Gotcha. I don't even think he's in the top three. Okay. I sell it. I, I agree. I think this is more of a Howie Roseman. Uh, yeah. He con- got the, the best pieces on the best chessboard kind ha- of situation. Howie Roseman construct. And Sirianni's done a good job, but I think this season, you asked this season, I think there's three guys deserving of more praise for what they did considering what they had. One is Kyle Shanahan. He would be my coach of the year considering their quarterback situation nobody could have handled that as well as the Niners did I thought that was great Brian Dable as you mentioned and the other one is Doug Peterson with the Jags yeah Yeah. I thought he was great and that you know he came in and took over a dumpster fire after Urban Meyer and had a quarterback who had no confidence and was Carroll in Seattle and they started two and six so I I think those three guys did a better job than than uh, Sirianni so I would sell it so moving on to the 49ers side of things, obviously uh, quite the roller coaster at quarterback this season. Uh, Fred Warner, uh, the linebacker, was asked after the game about Brock Purdy and his uh, his role in getting the Niners to this point this season. He ain't got nothing to be sad about. You know, he's the one, he's the reason we even got to this game. When Jimmy went down against the Dolphins, like we didn't know what our season was going to be. You know, um, he came in and did a heck of a job. He's the reason we're here right now. Um, and like I said, unfortunately what happened, uh, you know, him getting hurt and Josh getting hurt, 
uh, we just couldn't do enough to, to find a way to win. So 48 hours ago, it was uh, pretty much an obvious thing that Brock Purdy was going to be the 49ers starting quarterback next season. Now, given the injury, given Trey Lance coming off of injury as well, and the availability of quarterbacks like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, buy or sell, Brock Purdy will be the Niners starting quarterback week one next season. No, I don't even know if he's going to be ready week one. I mean, they're saying six months. You know, so if, if, if you kick that forward, I mean, you're... you're, you're Let's add the caveat that, caveat that if healthy. Well, I, I, I don't... I, I think they address it in the offseason. I, I, it wouldn't shock me if the Tom Brady thing ended up coming to fruition. I, I, it really wouldn't. And, and as, as great as Brock looked, let's not act like they're going to take eight games and be like, well, that's it's the end all to be all. If Tom Brady wants to come to San Francisco, I think Tom Brady will be in San Francisco. Even so, I think that Trey Lance is going to have an opportunity to win that job because of all the capital they gave up for him. He's going to be healthier than Brock Purdy. I just I can't sit here and say with any sort of confidence that Purdy's going to be the starting quarterback come week one. Yeah, I would sell it. Mainly due to the injury, but even if you're saying healthy, I think Trey Lance, if they don't get Brady, you know, they went with Trey Lance over Brock Purdy this year. Yes. I mean, yeah. they went with him over everybody, including Jimmy G. Yeah, and they and so, like you said, they gave up a lot to get him. They're, they're invested in Trey Lance, and so if Trey Lance is healthy, I would imagine maybe that's the guy. I think the interesting question is, what are they going to do with Garoppolo? Because yeah. you know Purdy is a good backup now, so what do you do with him? It's... It's you bring the, them all three. You can't have all three, can you? Well, or if, can you? If Jimmy wants to come back at another cheap rate, but I'm assuming at this point Jimmy's like, look, it's it's time to move on and go somewhere else. I just, I've never seen a team be this good back to back years into the NFC title game and go into each offseason being like, I have no effing idea what I'm going to do at quarterback. So uh, Garoppolo is an unrestricted free agent, so he can go wherever he wants. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, moving on. Well, they could sign him though. They, yes. you know, they, they could certainly bring him back. I don't but think he won't. wants to go into a quarterback I, competition. I can't imagine it. I with, can't per, Im- with the emergence of Purdy, he doesn't want that. They don't need to no. pay Jimmy Garoppolo. No. And they had already said that if Garoppolo were healthy by the Super Bowl, that he would be, be- backing up Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to the AFC game. Um, obviously, lots of refereeing questioned. I don't think we have any questions about the call that was made on the late hit on Patrick Mahomes late in the game, but Zach Taylor had this to say about it after the game. Um, you know, any, any play that uh, people feel like it's left out there, you're, you're going to take it hard. And that, that's we want guys like that, that this means a lot to. They care about it, care about their teammates. Um, Joseph's... Jo- Joseph's Comes to work every day, man. He loves ball. He loves being a part of this team. And uh, it didn't come down to that play. Zach Taylor saying the late hit, or the game, the outcome of the game, did not come down to that late hit. Buy or sell, the outcome would have been different if he could have <laughs> held up. Oh, absolutely. Well, you meaning <laughs> meaning you think the bank... Like, I think it did, goes to did overtime. Did that game not just, like, have a hand in, but would that game, buy or sell the game, would have ended with a different outcome if not for that penalty? Well, I don't... That's a hard one. I would say... It certainly could have because it was going to go to overtime, and at that point, right? Yeah. And now remember the overtime rules, and they did say it on the broadcast, but in the first time, the overtime rules this year changed, and both teams possess the ball, mm-hmm. even if the first team scores a touchdown. So that, that right there, I mean, how do you predict that? Yeah, it's, it's essentially it's a fancy way of asking you, you guys, what do you think would have happened had they gotten to overtime? I, I think it's impossible <laughs> to predict. That game was so, those teams are so even. Yeah. That was another barn burner. I I have no idea. It did feel 
like Kansas City. It felt like Mahomes, well, Mahomes certainly played better than Burrow. That much we know. It felt like Mahomes just had the magic. So I'm going to say he wasn't going to let him lose. I'm going to say that Kansas City, even with all their mistakes, they were going to win. So I so I guess the stock is... Different outcome, no. Different outcome, no. I would sell. I, I would have... I tend to lean that way, too. What I thought was going to happen last week in Buffalo happened in Kansas City. And that for the second year in a row, I thought, you can't win with an old line that's that beat up. And yet, it looked great against Buffalo. And I, I think the idea of maybe the snow and slowing down the D-line... It, it did. It, it Because against Kansas City, the difference in this game simply came down to the, the Kansas City pass rush. And they overwhelmed Cincinnati. Cincinnati couldn't effectively run the ball. They couldn't protect. And on those drives, they had penalties, all that stuff aside. What ended up costing them was just their inability to block the Kansas City front, especially Chris Jones and... So in in into into overtime, I'm 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 going to tend to agree with you that I, I still think that the the O line issues, and and Mahomes on the other side and Kelsey, it would have been enough, but it's impossible to know. And then finally, uh, let's talk about Tony Romo. The internet and Twitter was all a buzz after the game about what he may or may not have said. Let's take a listen. The tough yards, the finish, and the play right there. You got three. And th- talked about this is the best tackling team. They don't miss tackle. A lot of the internet thinks that Tony Robo was about to drop a racial slur. <laughs> Buy or sell, no. that was what was about to happen. Can you play that again? <laughs> so it's so the a lot of people are saying that He's, where he yeah, he the, says and mm, so as to he was yeah, about to say the yeah, N word and, and he caught, caught himself. The tough yards, the finish, and the play right there. You got three. And th- talked about this is the best tackling team. They don't miss tackle. <laughs> Boy, it sure sounds like, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't think he would, but like, what other word was that going to be? <laughs> he said they have three <laughs> nice guys trying to make a tackle here. Three, three nickel corners. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Three nose guards. Three, three no good. I don't know. But no, no. I don't think we can accuse him of that. No! I don't think we can. And I don't I think, think we, we should. got to be no. careful with that. However, it sure as hell sounds like he was about. <laughs> it to sounded weird, man. But he yeah. didn't. He caught himself. <laughs> he did not. He caught him. He went right up to that ledge and went, nope. Like any nope. good racist. Yes, you hold on to you that. You hold back. And then you save it for a TikTok amongst you and your friends. God. There's our stock watch. It is brought to you each week by Goldberg Jones when it comes to divorce, custody, and child support issues. Trust Goldberg Jones to help. 1-800-DIVORCE uh, is the number. Phone questions answered at no charge. Let's get to In the News. Uh, coming up next, is downtown Portland making a comeback? Here's Buck. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know, somebody uh, text us, and we, we were trying to figure out <laughs> what word Corona Tone there was going to say when he stopped himself. Yeah. And we couldn't think of one, but... Yeah, why didn't we think that maybe he was about to say Niners? That's a good guess. And caught himself. Oh. And, I mean, maybe then he would have said Bengals if he were doing that, but which he didn't, I don't think, right? Can you play it again? Yeah, what are we what did he with? say after? The tough yards, the finish, and the play. Right there, you got three. You talked about this is the best tackling team. They don't miss tackle. Yeah, but it's not a Niners. It's yeah, not- it's Niners. Yeah, but it would. Why would he say Niners? Like if he was, well, maybe if he had them on the mind from earlier yeah. or something like misspoke. that, and it just, yeah, because yeah, if you don't, if he's, dude, this is in the Cincinnati game, right? Yeah. Right, it's the wrong game. game. I don't know, man. Someone asked Tony Romo and be like, "Hey, Tony, uh, do you drop casual end bombs, or did you stop yourself from saying it?" Look, even if he did, good for him for st- <laughs> for stopping. We almost had a Castellanos uh, type moment there. That can you imagine? No, I can't. Imagine if he said that. the internet would break. Oh, my God. Because no one in recent memory has gone from universally loved to kind of universally hated quite like Tony Romo. He's the worst. Every, but for the first little bit, everyone loved Tony Romo. Like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever, and he's calling. You think he's good? I don't think he's as bad as everyone else. Like, we loved I Well, he's this, not bad. He's just annoying. I don't. I, I he don't says know. Jim. He, he says every time. A lot. I mean, every time he says something, he puts Jim at the end of it. He does like to say that. Every time. it's He's annoying. He's not my favorite. I like Greg Olson. I, I think Greg Olson Greg's has done great. a really nice job. Well, I think the thing with I'm Romo, still an Aikman guy, but like I love Troy Aikman and Buck, and everyone hates. Like, I, I, no, they're constantly they're, no, bashed. No, no. I think Joe Buck. Nobody has changed their uh, reputation. Yeah. More than Joe Buck in the last two or three years, Buck, I think Buck he and is Aikman getting are excellent. I think Buck is getting widely praised now, yeah. I, I because to, he really is that good. I used to like Joe Theismann and everyone, so maybe I'm weird. Well, here's the thing: the thing with Romo is you can tell he doesn't really put in the work like Aikman and Collinsworth and Greg Olson do. He's just kind of going off the the cuff, but Dude, he's a smart guy. Well, yeah, and he can call it. I mean, like some of his thoughts on you know what the quarterback's thinking and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he sees a football game well, but there's more to it than that. And by the way, uh, we couldn't find the audio. Uh, Buck was looking for it. I couldn't find it either. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Did you catch at the end of the game? He did not. He had no idea of the Burrowhead thing. Jim Nance said at at the very end. I think the game was even over. Mm-hmm. And and a couple of the guys mentioned the Burrowhead thing. Obviously on oh, the it was a big deal. broadcast. It was a big deal on too. the podium. Yeah. Oh, it was a huge storyline. Yeah. And Tony Romo. Acted like, wait, what? Burrowhead? Oh, Arrowhead, Burrowhead? Oh, I get it. At, after the game's huh. over. No, like, I he don't, didn't I even didn't... know about it. <laughs> it's like, catch up, dude. <laughs> well, I, and it I, had to, it was mentioned on the broadcast that he was on, too. I so know. it's like, it's like you, if you would have paid attention to your own game that you're doing, you would have heard it. Hmm. Hey, someone saying Phil Sims is waiting by the phone? No. 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 It's not an option. No. Uh, it's January 30, 2023. It is time now for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much. Carbon neutral. Happy to be here. Sit your ass down. I am. Jabroni. <laughs> hey, did you see, speaking of Jabroni, did you see we called Wrestle, not WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. We got the, we got the. Our winner. guy won. Yeah. 
Well, you know our we theory. Need, we need our wrestling uh, podcast now. Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah. Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble. Yes. And he was the odds-on favorite mm-hmm. for the Royal Rumble. And we predicted it. And the reason we picked him is because, wait, wrestling is scripted, <laughs> so why wouldn't the favorite then win? Because they obviously know, they know. who's going to win. And who ended up winning? The favorite. That guy. It is National Croissant Day. Eat Boy, yourself a croissant. I love, and I have croissants at home. Uh, we just went to Costco and bought a batch of them, and I feel like I had I known, I would have had <laughs> one because they are delightful. It I like is to, also, I like to toast one with a little cheese, maybe a piece of sausage on there. I love a good ham and cheese croissant. Yeah, they're delightful. Uh, there's, uh, it is also Yodel for Your Neighbors Day. What if my neighbors are both evil bitches? Well, still Yodel for them. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've ever. Can you yodel? Yodel, is that a yodel or is that you? You just saying yodel? I don't know. I mean, I don't that's... know if that's a. Is that a real yodel? yodel there you go. There's a yodel. I, did Something I just yodel? yodel or say yodel when they yodel? <laughs> that's a yodel, right? Yeah, that's a yodel. Whenever I think of yodel, I just think of the. Have I just uh, discovered an immense talent? I think you have. Gonna, another one. Another one. You're gonna go on on tour in the Midwest into the Sheboygan area. <laughs> That'll play well at Branson. Oh, 100%. Whenever I think of Yodel, I just think of the uh, mountain climber game from Price is Right. Because remember they yodeled and they had the little dude in the little hose and he, yeah. he had to keep him from falling <laughs> off. The- yeah. yeah. Uh, is Portland downtown making a comeback? Uh, some numbers. Yeah, someone on the text program uh, yelled at you and said no. He said it's just as bad as ever. Oh. Well, so according to one I man, have actual facts. According to one man who looks out his window, he says, "No, no." Foot traffic in downtown Portland rose twenty five point seven percent. Hey, look at us in twenty twenty two. Nice. This after a terrible year from twenty twenty one. June last year was the busiest busiest month, two point two six million visits. August was second, and though traffic um, was up. It is still not to pre-protest days. Mm. We're still close. It says that uh, the the downtown Portland Clean and Safe District, which is basically a radius about like it's like 213 blocks or something, yeah. is close to 60% recovered from 2019. But they're lagging behind other cities in recovery efforts, and that's pretty obvious just if you yeah. have eyeballs. Yeah, walk downtown sometime. Yeah. Because we always blame corona, but... Wasn't it really that we tried to burn down the city and then the homeless? Isn't that, like, can we well, really think, blame Corona? I think at this point, well, I thought... <laughs> this guy's saying, what about the homeless foot traffic? Is that a count? <laughs> it's, it tra- yeah. Foot traffic has increased 26%. Now, 21% of that is the homeless because they're all on foot. That's but, fair. You know. Yeah, I think that COVID... Don't Aren't they saying that COVID should be blamed for partly for the homeless problem because they stopped sweeping? Due to COVID, yeah, something like that. So they they took a year off and yeah. just let it and it and, then, and now and they even said that you know once that occurred they're like oh crap oh, we're oh. we're not going to be able they said it's going to take years to yeah. put that you know back together but. yeah so I do think COVID had something to do with it but maybe not everything were we that incapacitated where we couldn't handle I don't know sorry I'm I'm going to get down a whole rabbit hey, hole shut and, up yeah, this, there's there's me with the snowflake Ted Wheeler uh all right I guess that wasn't yeah, that was still that was still Ted. That was oh, you know, it's your guest, Teddy. Yeah, yeah. he he's. I, I was thinking he's maybe, been there through it all. He's been there through it all because I was like, well, that was he Kate. I'm like, away. no, 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 mayor versus governor. Yeah, yeah he's there. Um, all right, we've got Oregon torture suspect news. Have you been following this story? Oregon torture? 
Yeah, this guy, Ben Foster, you know, you've been reading about him at all? I don't know if I've seen this one. I'm intrigued. He is a torturer. He tortures women. Oh, is this the... And oh. he's on the land. Okay, and he's... Okay, I know of what you speak of. The yeah. the app still... Yeah, uh, yeah, he uses dating apps. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw Dude, this. That guy's here. It's, and, it's 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 an it's become a national story. Yeah, be aware uh, if you're swiping on uh, you know I know you you are regular on Tinder and Grinder, but FYI, be a little cautious. And he looks like he's a pretty good looking dude. Like yeah, I he's not see bad. Why some woman on there would be like, ah, oh, kind of looks like Buck a little bit. I take it. I take back what I said. He wasn't that good <laughs> uh, all right, more in the news next on the fan. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Madela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. A little late-breaking uh, national news. The uh, you remember Laverne and Shirley? Yeah, unfortunately, I saw this. Yeah, Shirley has died. Cindy Williams, dead at the age of seventy-five. And I felt bad for Cindy because one, Laverne and Shirley were greatness. But let's be honest, Laverne got all the love on that program. Yeah, and Cindy was uh, she was criminally underrated. All right, what else do I have for you here? Oh, let's talk about uh, torturing women. Yeah, that's not good. A man accused of kidnapping a woman and torturing her for days before fleeing into a forested area of southwest Oregon, they are saying now, has been active on dating apps to avoid capture by police or potentially finding more victims. Yeah. Well, I don't understand when I saw that. um, Why would you... What benefit would being on a dating app be to evading capture? <laughs> I think they're saying that maybe he was looking for a woman to help him ah. maneuver. So he's like on. I there. guess he's changed his appearance now. Do you put that on? Uh, do you put that in your bio? Like, uh, hey, do you like someone that's on the lam? And uh, would you like to help? I think you're more subtle about it and ask if you know. Say things like, uh, "I'm very spontaneous." Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I love spontaneity. Yeah. Little... And you must love that too. <laughs> Up for adventure? Maybe like to travel? Do you have an automobile? Do, do you have you... a place in the woods? Do you like rope? Mm. He has changed his appearance, and now I'm saying he does look a little bit yeah. like Ryan Buckley. Yeah, he's pretty broy. Um, Hold on, what's this guy's name? I need to see him now. His name's Ben uh, Benjamin Obadiah Foster. The you know, fact... they always have to do all yeah. three names. And when you got a name like Obadiah. I just I think like weird religious cult zealot sort of stuff. You know, you never trust someone whose middle name is Obadiah. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, I can kind of see it. Right? Doesn't that have a little <laughs> Buckley look about him? Bit. Yeah. He's got the crazy Creeper. eyes though. You can see it in his eyes, dude. That guy's mm-hmm. crazy. One steals, one's torturing, and you know, just yeah, saying. So you're not far off. No. So he's 36. 
They say he may have shaved his head, dyed his hair, uh, or just changed his appearance. And he's taken to dating apps where he can lure women into helping him escape or become his next victim. So the search for him began Tuesday after police discovered a woman whose name was not released bound and severely beaten in her home in what police described as an evil act. The woman is in critical condition in the hospital. Grants Pass Police and other state and federal law enforcement officers are using all available tools, including a tip line and $2,500 reward. That means they have no idea where he is. No. But there have been no credible sightings of this guy. Yeah, because the, the initial photos they saw, he looks like a like a death metal rocker. He's got like long hair and like no beard, and he looks like Glenn Danzig. And then these new ones, like you said, his hair is all short, and he's got a beard, and he looks like Buckley. So just FYI, be careful out there, people. He kind of looks, looks like that dude in Shameless. There's a dude with a shaved head in Shameless on Showtime. That looks yeah, I can, see where you're, I can see where you're going with that. About two years ago, he was released from prison in Nevada where he had been charged with holding another woman captive for weeks. So this is his uh, this is his deal. Yeah. Not the, not the first time. Why was he let out of prison? That's right? what I was going to say. Someone who kidnaps women probably shouldn't get out of jail so easily. Unfortunately, I feel like that happens a lot where we see this, and then you find out the guy has a previous record, and you're like, why is he out walking around? But, I mean, I guess you can't be in prison forever. Or can you? Yeah, he had been charged with one count of uh, each of domestic battery by strangulation, domestic violence battery, coercion with threat or force, and kidnapping, and two counts of assault with a deadly weapon. Yikes. God. Yeah. And how many, For do, two weeks he held her. And how long did we know? Did he uh, did he spend in prison? Well, that was, uh, it was two years. Two years. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know that's, I know that's a decent chunk of change, but it's, you know. He reached a plea deal. Yeah, in two years, and two then he's, years. he's right back out and immediately doing it again. Well, hopefully there's no other victims oh, that can catch this piece of crap. No, he was sentenced to two and a half years, but he ended up serving fewer than 200 days. Oh, my gosh. Because of the time he served awaiting trial. Yeah, they do time served, you know, because they don't let him out on bail. Yeah. Watch out for that dude, man. Yeah. Just, he looks crazy. Yeah, just FYI, just, you know, those dating sites, that's terrifying. Did you see this toe-on-toe violence? Tow truck-on-tow truck violence? No. We got the tow bros at it? Yeah, the tow bros are going at it. Well, there was a tow truck driver that was hit on Interstate 84 in uh, northeast Portland by what many believe was another tow truck mm. now, that fled. It hit, his, it hit his car? It hit him. I. Have you ever have you ever had to call a tow truck like yes. on, on a highway? Yes. They tell you all the time that like I feel so bad for them because that thing is some of the most dangerous work that you can do. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's those guys they they do not get the credit they deserve. And I know no one likes a tow truck driver because you know it's like oh I'm getting my car towed. But when you break down on the highway and one of them have to come and get you, you're not going to be the one down there, you know, digging around on the ground trying to, to get the car up. That's scary stuff. Yeah, so he was out there finishing a job. He was 27 years old, they said, uh, alongside of the road. He had just finished loading the vehicle onto his truck. He got hit, and then somebody found him injured in front of his truck. Police showed up, and the other tow truck driver, they're looking for him. They don't know where he is. Oh. It was a Ford tow truck with a wheel lift on the back of it, and uh, he just drove off. Toe-on-toe violence, huh? Well, I'm guessing that if you're a tow truck driver and you hit another tow truck driver, that's like the worst thing you can do because you know the dangers of doing the job. Right. Or you're just trying to take out the competition. It's possible. Yeah, like he's not happy with like the tow king because he's yeah. getting all the business. So, you know, 
You pull Take a go. You pull a galuli. And by the way, he's lucky that he's not dead. I'm assuming if you told me I got hit by a tow truck, I'm not guessing that I'm just bouncing up and being like I'm 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 good to go. Well, you ain't kidding. <clears throat> the average rent price in Oregon is one of the highest in the country. That shouldn't surprise you. Does that shock you? No, I'm guessing that the vast majority of them are on the West Coast. Oregon sits at ninth in the country with an average rental price of, care to guess? Any guesses? Average rental. I'm going to go average. You got to, it's not every place is going to be high end. I'll go 1300 bucks a month. Very close. $1,284 a month. I'm, you were off by sixteen dollars. Well, that's a good price, is right bet. Although I was high, oh, you were over. I was over, so I would not be winning the showcase showdown. Shoot, there I almost pulled a Nance. I that was, I was heading towards a word there and had to catch myself. Um, I, I, I guess it's a little. It shouldn't surprise me, but it's the state of Oregon because you would think that some of the uh, rural places drag down that that quite a bit. Because I mean, outside of Portland, we really don't have. Well, there's a lot of. But there's a lot of high-end stuff, too. That's Laco. That people and, rent. Yeah. I mean, look at all these downtown condos and yeah. stuff. Those ain't 1200 bucks. Well, and, and Bend, I'm sure. The, the, the Bends of the world probably kicked that up, you know, too. But I just, I think of how much, like, empty space there is in Oregon. And I assume that if you go out to, like, Burns, can't you, like, rent a place for, like, you know, some pelican teeth and bull testicles, like, and then, like, maybe a $12 deposit? Like, is it... What's the? I, I'm assuming the housing market out there is pretty uh, is pretty affordable. Well, why don't you look it up? <laughs> like, what's a two bedroom go for in yeah, Burns? Let's rent you and I. Let's rent a place in Burns for a year. Yeah, two that, bedrooms. That has to be cheap, right? I bet we're paying. Well, it depends. I mean, I like you know. Yeah, you want something a little nice. I need a pool. So we're not going. Oh, so you want a vacation, or are we just looking no, at? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, just like get us a nice little. I mean, nothing terrible. I'm on, I'm on my way. Looking at it right here. Well, they're saying that uh, the average rental price in Oregon being at $1,284. If you take into account the average income annually for Oregon residents, it was over $60,000 in 2021. Renters are putting 25% of their checks toward rent for their apartment or home. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. By the way, uh, a little more expensive than I would have thought in uh, in Burns. What are we paying? Are we paying a thou? If, if 500 each? Yeah, we're we're looking here because a lot of them there's not a lot of two bedroom homes, but I I can get you a three bedroom, one bath, three bedroom, two bath, one bath, nothing. Yeah, a lot of one bath, a lot of older homes. No, I need another bathroom. Um, boy, I'm that's the biggest problem right now is everything has one bath, unless we want to go to something a little bit nicer. Well, yeah. seriously, everything is one bath. Let's go something a little bit nicer. Oh uh, well, actually, then what are we looking at? Yeah, well, can you give me a number? Yeah, we're we're looking at anywhere from uh, we're looking at anywhere from eight hundred to twelve hundred bucks. Oh, okay, that's not horrible. Yeah, for for big money guys like you and I. No, it is certainly uh, way more affordable. Now, if you want to go out to like Burley, Idaho, you want to go. I down, don't. Uh, then you can get a three bedroom, three bath for six hundred a month. Is it nice? Yeah, looks like pretty nice. Wow. Yeah, decent home. Six hundred bucks if you want to head out to uh, to Idaho. That so. is an advantage of yes. living in. Uh, this would be in uh, Burley or Meridian, Idaho. A lot, lot of good home value out there. Yeah, and if you're racist, you fit right in. Yeah, absolutely. Highest average rent by state. Hawaii, $2,136. Ouch. California, $1,818. Oregon, 
and New Jersey, $1,765. Oregon, ninth. Yeah, a lot of West and I'm sure East Coast pockets. All right, that's your In the News for January 30, 2023. The Hot Five at Five is next. There is a flurry of NFL coaching uh, news. We'll tell you what happened with Brock Purdy. And uh, Oregon has set its uh, spring game date. All of that next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.